0: I will ask first of all that you turn off your cell phones, thank you very much. And I will ask that you please put $14 into the collection little dish for your lunch. And if you're just having coffee or tea, $3, am I not loud enough? Too close? Is that better? How's that? Shall I keep talking and see if you. Okay, is that good? Okay. (laughs) Okay, please put your money in the little collection bowl. Uh, If you're not having anything, you don't have to pay anything. (laughs) Okay. Um, I want to mention that Shaw Spotlight will record our Sakpa presentation and um, use excerpts from. the PowerPoint for their daily broadcasts. Uh, Annalisa is also recording, and that will be on our SOCPA website. Okay, our outline for the format of today's meeting is the usual 25 to 30 minutes for the speaker, and then 30 minutes for, for lunch, and following that, 30 minutes, questions and answers. So we're in for a treat today. We have the Honourable Mayor of Lethbridge, Chris Spearman, who is going to speak to us on what are some of the most important things happening in Lethbridge. And now that Lethbridge is a city of more than 100,000 inhabitants, there are some perceived big city problems that come with this milestone. Actually, we've had many of these problems all along, but with a larger population, they become more visible. With the federal election looming in less than a week and a provincial budget to be unveiled shortly thereafter, the intergovernmental effects on Lethbridge could be substantial and will need unpacking. This year has proven to be a bright spot in the form of grand openings for major capital improvement projects, economic development and the progress being made on revitalizing the downtown. Aside from the nationwide substance abuse concerns and the progress being made with the clean and safe strategy, there are a number of challenges and opportunities our mayor and city council welcome each new week. Please join with me in welcoming our mayor, Chris Spearman.
1: Thank you so much, Chris. Okay. I would first like to acknowledge that we're on Blackfoot land and would like to give recognition to the Blackfoot people past, present and future. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be enlightening. I think uh, if you're a fan of the roast and toast, you'd think the city's going to hell in a handbasket, but I'm going to show you another perspective on what's happening in the city, what's happening with your tax dollars and what's all been accomplished in 2019. I'm excited to have this opportunity to reflect on the events of the last year and look forward to the milestones ahead. It's been a busy year for the City of Lethbridge. It certainly hasn't been without its challenges, but we're also making some amazing progress that I and other members of Council are very proud of. 2019 has been a banner year for our city, and we look forward to all of the exciting things that are yet to come for Lethbridge in the near future. In June of this year, we were very happy to announce at a city council meeting that we had officially become a city of more than 100,000 people strong. We are now the largest city in Alberta, after Calgary and Edmonton. This is a significant milestone in our history as a city and something we should all be proud of. Our city continues to grow at a healthy rate. Not every city in Alberta is doing that. In fact, most have been up and down, suffering from the vagaries of the oil price saga. It's exciting to know that we're a city that continues to grow steadily, and more importantly, People and families choose to make Lethbridge their home. We continue to grow at a healthy rate. The west side of our city saw the largest population increase, with just over 2%, and uh, we continue to see that area of the city growing faster than the others. When you break it down further, there are neighbourhoods with the largest population increases were Copperwood, Gary Station, Black Wolf, Fairmont, uh, The Crossings, and Country Meadows. People want to come to Lethbridge. This milestone is important for us as a city, as it has an effect on the types of funding we receive from the federal and provincial governments. Now That may change with both of the provincial and federal budgets that are coming, but historically this funding has been given on a per capita basis, so as our population continues to increase on a regular basis, we get more funding. Projects that have benefited from this funding are things like the ATB Center, Legacy Park, and uh, to some extent the Downtown uh, Park and Ride that I'm going to be talking about shortly. But 2019 has been a bright spot in the form of opening new facilities and infrastructure projects to help improve the lives of residents. And when we open one every other month, you probably don't notice them, but when we uh reflect on what's happened in, t- in 2019, you're gonna see that quite a lot has been done. In the last uh, few months alone, we've officially opened the new Park and Ride Transit Terminal, the Yates Center after significant re- renovations, Métis Trail was officially opened uh, earlier in the spring, and we unanimously voted to adopt Oki as the official greeting of the City of Lethbridge. There is more to my presentation. (laughs) We'll we'll also start on the construction of a new west side fire hall this year to accommodate the growing population over there. And uh, we've already begun the road construction and building the facility. This is an important project that will allow us to better meet the emergency needs of residents on the west side of the river now that almost half of our population lives there. The Lethbridge Regional Park and Ride Transit Terminal is a multi-purpose facility that connects the many public transportation options of Southern Alberta into one safe, com- convenient location. When I walk down the street and the people outside the terminal say, "Thank you," you know there are many people in the city who say, "Whoa, what a waste of money!" Well, if you're in, if you don't have a car, and you rely on transit. Uh, that's not a waste of money, and we meet the needs of all citizens in Lethbridge. This project includes a three level parking structure, adding 293 stalls of needed downtown parking. When people are building residential accommodation, repurposing existing buildings, the first thing they've been saying to us is where do our residents park? And now we have spaces for them in the downtown park and ride more parking opens up more exciting opportunities to develop and grow our downtown core so yesterday we opened up the uh, 608 building and uh, it's very located very close to the downtown park and ride so people coming in for medical services when that building's complete will be able to park conveniently close to that building The Government of Alberta contributed $2 million towards the project from the Public Transit Infrastructure Fund and $1.366 million from the Gas Fund. The Government of Alberta contributed $11,600,000 towards the Park and Ride project from the Green Transit Incentives Program. And the City of Lethbridge contributed $4,876,000 of the final cost of $19,900,000. So, city taxpayers basically got a new transit facility for 25 cents on the dollar. And that's, uh, we're going to find out later on the importance of uh, advocacy and making sure that the city of Lethbridge gets its fair share of provincial and federal dollars. The Yates renovation project has improved performance capabilities, enhanced audience experience, and created a more accessible facility for for people who see the shows. The work includes upgraded mechanical and electrical systems, a fire sprinkler system, performance audio visual systems, acoustic treatments, upgraded finishes like paint, flooring, ceilings, catwalk relocation, dressing room revisions that were badly needed, seating replacements, roof replacements, barrier-free washroom upgrades, and the addition of elevators, signage, and a concrete floor under the auditorium. The most beautiful things are the wood finishes on the wall, the aesthetics of the building. The total renovation budget was $13.9 million, with $4.2 million coming from the city of Lethbridge, and an additional $6.2 million from the provincial government and the balance from the federal government. So again, 33 cents on the dollar. Uh, A good deal for local taxpayers. The uh, 380,000-square-foot facility uh, That's the next one. Now, 380,000 square foot facility is the ATB Center, uh, which is owned by the City of Lethbridge and operated by the YMCA. The Phase Two, the total budget for Phase Two was 109.5 million for Phase Two, and the total for the whole facility is more than 150 million for the entire facility. An ATB Centre represents the largest investment in a community facility in Lethbridge's history, providing 12 months of accessible uh, leisure and athletic and exercise training for our residents, improving the lives of citizens of Lethbridge. The Governor of Alberta provided funding for both phases of the building, including $18.8 million in Municipal Sustainability uh, Initiative funding, MSI funding, towards phase two. ATB Financial entered into a five-year naming sponsorship agreement with the city of Wethbridge uh, in September 2016, um, and that carries through 2021, uh, which provides additional revenue to the city. It's a great facility with uh, two arenas, 10 curling facilities. we are already holding provincial curling ta- championships in that facility two water slides, a surf simulator, climbing wall, a lap pool, and memberships at the YMCA are about 40% higher than anticipated. So people from across the city are using the facility, which was our goal. The next thing we built was the materials recovery facility, the MRF, which is capable of processing eight tons of recyclable material per hour. We also provide the cleanest plastic streams in the province, which allows us to have homes for our plastic recyclables. It was uh, developed with enough capacity to accept regional materials from neighboring municipalities as well as businesses. The MRF building and equipment have been designed considering quality requirements and incorporating state-of-the-art equipment to meet current market demands. So many municipalities have trouble getting rid of their plastics. The city of Lethbridge does not. The next community project, uh, which was com- completed in collaboration with the Heart of City Committee and Reconciliation Lethbridge, uh, in celebration of United Nations Year of Indigenous Languages, was the uh, adoption of Oki. And you've seen the uh, mobile Oki sign. Um, we have these buttons. Uh, we keep running out of these buttons because people keep asking for them. Stores are asking to have the OKI signs in their windows. Um, we we entered into a partnership with the University of Lethbridge Agility Program to produce small um, OKI signs that uh, businesses could have, and we can't keep up with the supply, which is great. Um, we're three years into our uh, reconciliation um, strategy. We're one of the few municipalities in Canada that has a reconciliation strategy, a response to the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, and this year it really took off. And uh, We're looking forward to uh, greater progress on reconciliation in our community because we'll all be poorer when there are some in our community and in our region that don't succeed at the same rates uh, as others. So uh, dealing with racism, making sure people have equal access to housing, and equal access to employment is key to the future of Lethbridge and key to the future of southwestern Alberta. (laughs) Next, Legacy Park is a great new amenity that opened in our city in 2018 and we're thrilled to keep growing and expanding this fantastic new space in 2019. Although this year will be mostly a phase two construction year, by 2020, visitors will have access to a new pavilion, picnic shelters, a spray park, and a kids' discovery playground. It's the city's third regional park, along with Henderson in South Lethbridge and Nicholas Sharon in West Lethbridge, and we know that our community values parks and our regional park system. It's something we are all very proud of. Two programs we're especially proud of are 3 uh, one and curbside recycling that were implemented this year. Um, both of these programs took many years of research and planning to come to fruition. We used the best practices, we learned lessons from other municipalities who had already implemented those programs, and we sought feedback from our residents to come up with two programs that ultimately aim to make, make life easier and better living in Lethbridge. By calling 311, residents can reach the City of Lethbridge Customer Contact Centre staffed with trained professional people who can help callers. This system is designed to streamline customer service by providing an easy-to-remember number where residents can get answers to any City questions. Since launching in March, Our customer service specialists have fielded more than 63,000 calls to date. That's an average of around 9,000 calls a month, with 97% of those calls being answered and resolved in less than 30 seconds. Our customer service specialists have created more than 13,000 service requests based on those calls from residents from all over the city. Be it questions about utility bills, garbage pickups, or downed tree branches from a sudden September snowstorm, Our 311 team are supporting residents. As for our curbside recycling program, of the more than 560,000 kilograms of recycling material collected so far through the curbside recycling program, 90% is of good quality and has made it to uh, recycling markets. It's marketable material. A contamination rate of 10% for a newly implemented program is very positive and unmatched through the province. It speaks to the time and effort residents have put into recycling well and recycling offered. A recent Ipsos read uh, survey uh, in the last uh, few months, more than 95% of our residents surveyed said that recycling was important to them, and 83% of residents said they were satisfied with the current program. So, uh, this is a fantastic result for our city with a new program being launched. 2019 has been a bright spot in, in the form of opening new facilities and infrastructure projects to help improve the lives of residents. In the last few months alone, we've officially opened up the new Park and Ride Transit Terminal, the Reates, after their significant renovations, Métis Trail. Um, and we're encouraged by numbers from Economic Development Lethbridge that indicate that we, we continue to grow and sustain industries. So our industry continues to grow. The Conference Board of Canada's mid-sized city report said we were the fastest-growing mid-sized city in Canada. Our city is firing on all cylinders. We've expanded by 5.8% in 2017 and 5.1% in 2018, and I can tell you any of the other mid-sized cities in Alberta are envious of our record. Our strong economic performance locally is partially to having Uh, a diversified economy, which makes us a stable place to live, uh, get education, and play in. The report went on to say that Leopard is expected to see its gross domestic product expand by 2.6% this year and 2.7% next year. The the report highlights job growth of 2,900 in the most recent year, led by gains in construction, personal services, information, and cultural industries, and includes uh, tech-based employment. We've experienced growth across a variety of sectors with gains in primary and utility sectors and non-commercial services, which includes education and healthcare, care leading the way. All of this is to say that Lethbridge is definitely open for business. The track record of strong economic development was a major driver in taking on ownership of the Lethbridge Airport. Today's economy demands next-day service and delivery, and we have local businesses saying that can't happen if everything has to be trucked to Calgary before it gets flown out to other markets. If we want to attract world-class companies, we know we have to be able to fly out of Lethbridge and ship out of Lethbridge. Lethbridge City Council voted to approve funding to immediately upgrade a number of infrastructure items when we took over operations from the county on July 1 uh, last year. Upgrading some of these basic facilities within the terminal will improve the travel experience in the short term. And we know that our airport is continuing to see increased tra- air tra- passenger traffic up another 38% this year. And we want to make sure we want to ensure that we do everything we can to keep that growth moving in a positive direction. We have a lot of potential for air passenger growth out of Lethbridge Airport. So, uh, In addition to, um, from last year to this year, passenger growth uh, increasing by 80% over 12 months, it's due in part to the addition of services from WestJet and Air Canada, utilizing larger aircraft to service their routes, and we're filling those planes. The renovation design list aims to build on that momentum and improve the traveler experience. We've hired a consulting company uh, with world-class knowledge who will be uh, providing us with advice on how to improve the terminal and how to improve the facilities at the airport. And we're looking forward to getting external funding from our provincial and federal governments to support those improvements because they will support economic growth in the city of Lethbridge and in Alberta. We're committed to investing in the airport as well because we know it's a major economic driver for our city. The total cost of implementing um, the immediate upgrades is about 700,000, but the total cost of all the upgrades is about 35 million. So we will need ex- external support from the provincial and federal governments to make sure all of those upgrades take place. Another area that I'm excited to talk about today is the revitalization of our downtown. While I understand and acknowledge that our city is dealing with some complex and serious social issues, there is also a lot to be proud of in the heart of our city. City Council has chosen to make life easier for those looking to invest in our city in a number of ways. With many incentives and grant programs available, we are seeing the benefits of implementing these programs with businesses choosing to invest in our downtown. One example is the targeted redevelopment program. Um, Redevelopment Incentive Policy, or what we call TRIP. Uh, This uh, policy provides an incentive for the construction of major renovations of existing facilities with a minimum construction value of a $1 million of commercial, retail, and mixed use projects that lead to significant and ongoing enhancements of the assessment base in the downtown. The City benefits from this program in that once the short-term tax increase cancellation period is over. Far more taxes are received to the increased value of the property. Just this week, I was at the 608 Health Project, which has taken advantage of this incentive. The city will receive an estimated $88,000 more in annual taxes after the seven-year tax cancellation period. They're investing $4.8 million to renovate the building. This policy encourages redevelopment in the downtown and will lead to greater property values and enhancements that will draw more activity to the downtown core. We still have the Main Street Project, which is a uh, 50% matching incentive to improve the visual appearance of businesses in the downtown. And uh, one example of a business that took a Advantage of this program is the Pure Spa on Fifth Street, so next to Miro's Restaurant. Uh, Upgraded that, and certainly a delightful-looking building now. Another is the Heart of the City uh, Housing Incentive Program, or HOCHIP. That's an incentive of $30,000 per door towards the creation of new market-based housing units in the downtown, encouraging people to live in the downtown and uh, having combined use, commercial and residential. So the 601 Plaza residential units took advantage of that incentive and it's been very successful in attracting buyers and tenants who want to call downtown home. Of course, there's an enormous investments being made outside our downtown as well. And certainly uh, last week I was honored to attend the grand opening of Cavendish farms, new processing facility and sharing industrial park and proud of the work that went into that for the last three years to make that happen. Uh, from the very beginning of our negotiation process, City Council and administration worked hard to make sure our city is an attractive place to do business. By choosing to locate in Lethbridge and build in Lethbridge, Cavendish made the largest ever private investment in our city's history, a $430 million boost to our local economy, which signals to other companies and industries that Lethbridge is open for business. The construction and operation of this plant aids in retaining and sustaining employment in Lethbridge and the surrounding area, not to mention the peripheral business and opportunities that arise from having a facility of this size in our city. There've been $120 million in upgrades to Richardson's, um, $85 million upgrade to to lay and a $50 million upgrade to the Black Velvet Distillery. And speaking of black velvet, um, American owners recently purchased black velvet for $266 million U.S. about a month ago. And uh, it was previously owned by an American company, but the new owners are seeing investing in Lethbridge is worthwhile. <coughs> Excuse me. So we do have some issues in our city. Uh, We're not alone in our struggles against substance abuse in in our community. The effects of this devastating problem are being felt in the province, country, and uh, we've certainly done more than others to combat the effect of this problem. Uh, When it comes to this complex issue, I believe we all want the same things. We want our community to feel safe and clean, a place we are proud to call home. We want those impacted by drug addiction to get the support and care they need. And we want to see action to make this happen. Unfortunately, most of the action is within the realm of provincial responsibility. It's mostly funded by health. But we've been advocating for the same quality and extent of services that cities like Calgary and Edmonton already have. On a per capita basis, we have the greatest problem. We deserve the same services, so we can get people out of addiction and into recovery. We've also supported the local businesses. We've developed the downtown clean and safe strategy, and we've been working with uh, the Chamber of Commerce, the downtown BRZ. We heard their concerns. We provided extra funding to the police uh, to create the WATCH program, the Community Peace Officer program, and we provided extra services uh, for security into other operations in the downtown. So, uh, those were the increases that were, incre- that were included in our last budget. We still were able to uh, have the lowest budget increase in about 20 years, about 1.94% uh, increase in the mill rate, and uh, so certainly we want to look at ways to reduce that going into the future. What you'll be hearing about in the near future is the reviews. So uh, half the city departments will be reviewed, Uh, the the reports will be due out before the end of November, and then next year we'll be reviewing the other half, and we'll be looking for considerable savings to save taxpayers' money and create efficiencies in the city of Lethbridge. We'll continue to uh, review housing needs. One of our most recent accomplishments is the production and the adoption of our municipal housing strategy. Many of our social issues start with housing. It's housing affordability and housing availability. If people have housing, we can help them with their social issues. And if they have supported housing, we can make sure that they get the attention they need. When they're basically migrants, they're very hard to track down, very hard to put into, uh, to transfer into treatment and recovery services. And we need to make sure that we provide housing and provide the supports for those that need it. We need to have an integrated approach to, int- to helping people with their housing and their social needs. So our munici- municipal housing strategy has been approved as of for action as of uh, October the 7th, and you can see that uh, we'll be moving forward with that to try and make sure that we're addressing housing needs first and foremost. So uh, with that, uh, we are moving forward. I see, I've got about two minutes left to quickly sum up. Um, we, I think I've covered most of the uh, most of the issues um, and let's see if there's anything that I have missed uh, I'll certainly look forward to your questions I think at this time I'm going to say uh, we are focused on our strategic plan uh, I'd like to thank my council members uh, we do have a plan THAT uh, that is resulting in a lot of these accomplishments. Our city manager has been uh, tremendous in his support for city council and support of our strategic plan and has been someone who demands results. Um, Certainly much of the credit for getting things done to date uh, goes to our new city manager, Bram Strain. And I'd like to say uh, thank you uh, to all of you for taking time out of your day to attend this session and become an informed member of our community. I would like to leave you today with a message about the power of positivity, because quite often uh, we drop into that uh, roast and toast mentality. And I think uh, there are so many. Uh, when, I, when I hosted 21 other mayors here and we took them on a tour of the city and showed them all the things that were happening, uh, to, when they saw in, in uh, our industrial park, they were blown away. When they saw the new science building at the university, they were blown away. Uh, when they saw the ATB center, they said, how much did that cost? Said so 155 million, they said, "Wow, well, Edmonton's building one is $300 million. And it's uh, so, uh, you know, we're getting good value. We're managing our projects and uh, we're providing services and solutions to the city of Lethbridge. And uh, some of our issues, yep, they're complicated. We're not gonna have solutions tomorrow. But if we get provincial funding tomorrow for some of some of our basic needs, we'll have those services up and running within a year and a half or two years. So thank you for your time today. I look forward to your questions. Thank you.